0: Everybody talks about changing the world. Everybody talks about becoming a better person. But I feel like everyone is skipping step one.
1: That's Ian Chi. And this is The Depression Detox Show. Welcome back to the Depression Detox Show, where we share ideas and stories to help you live a happier life. I am your host, Malik Josephs. Happy Wednesday. I am grateful for you tuning in with me today. And this is probably my favorite clip this week. And I hope I'm not setting the bar too high. But our newest featured speaker has an amazing talk in store for anyone who struggles to love and accept themselves and also to anyone who just feels really lost and our speaker is here to let you know that you're not alone his story is amazing his honesty and vulnerability is genuine and his solution is just spot on so i hope you take in this one with ian chi enjoy
0: Ever since I was a child, it was my dream to change the world, to do something truly incredible with my life. I was born a pastor's kid. My father is one of the most idealistic people I know who served the church and all people through the unconditional love of Christ. And my mom, one of the most amazing artists and singers I know, and one of the most committed and responsible human beings I know who gave her life to our family and the church. As the child of my parents, I took on both of their characteristics, idealistic, artistic, hardworking, responsible, and most of all, I wanted to change the world to make it a better place. So when I discovered a deep passion for filmmaking in seventh grade, it became a powerful life mission to challenge, empower, and unite people through the profound power of meaningful filmmaking. If Jesus came to earth today, he would be a filmmaker, is what my dad told me all the time because Jesus always spoke to the power of story and parable of life's most profound inner truths. He also told me that one sermon could reach a hundred, a couple hundred people, a film could reach tens of thousands, maybe millions of people around the globe. You will do great things, my son. I am so proud of you, he told me all the time. As I grew older, I became more and more determined to become the world's greatest film director, to make the world a more loving, just, meaningful place and to bring inspiration to the global masses. My hunger was insatiable. I gave every project my all. I always felt like I could do better and better. I was the quintessential, voraciously passionate young artist who always thought he could top himself, never satisfied with his own work. When I was in college, I made an incredibly ambitious short film about a man striving to live at his highest potential in the last five minutes of his life, which ended up winning the world's largest student film festival. A couple years later, I made a showreel about the divine interconnectedness and depth of life that ended ended up winning gold at America's largest advertising competition. A few years later, I became the creative lead of a company called Jubilee, whose mission was to spread a message of radical empathy to millions around the globe. And throughout all these years, I understood that to create good work, it started with me being a good person. I constantly worked on developing myself, as a human being, to be the best human being that I could possibly be. I had a remarkable growth mindset, a passionate desire to actualize my full potential. I could always work harder. I could always be more committed, more loving, more capable, more talented, more something to improve. The only problem was, as years went by and I accomplished more and more, I began to wonder to myself, when will I actually feel like I fulfilled my full potential? When will I actually have made a positive enough impact on the world? When will I be able to pat myself on the back and say, good job, Ian, you've done amazing. I never quite felt like I could say that to myself because I always knew there was more work to be done, more to serve, to become better. As time went on, I began to notice how hard I was being on myself. All The all-nighters, masses of people I'd impacted, it always felt like I could do more. In my ruthless idealism, and ambition. I was always falling just a little short of the ideal. The thing is, I knew that this way of thinking wasn't good for me and that I was being hard on myself, but I didn't know how to get over it. I asked myself, how can I actually be truly fulfilled? How can I actually feel like I love myself? And how can I get rid of this anxiety from all this self-judgment? How do I do this? I read tons and tons of books, did therapy, Traveled to India, Chile, and France, I did LSD, I did shrooms, I even joined a half-cult. And so much more. But at the end of the day, it would just give me an emotional high that I would always come down from. I couldn't figure out for the life of me, how do I love myself, how do I feel fulfilled, and how do I stay positive and feeling good and stay there? I was starting to get desperate for answers. By 2020, Jubilee had millions of subscribers, over a billion views. We had grown faster than all these huge digital media companies like BuzzFeed, Vox, and Vice, and we had hit world trending plenty of times. We could confidently say we made a dent in global culture. But on the inside, I was more exhausted, more confused, more insecure than ever. Up to now, I thought that if I could be the best person that I could be, And if I dedicated my life to something meaningful to serve others, that it would make me happy. I had gone everywhere, done everything. I had exhausted all possible options to try to be the best person I could be, and I led a team to impact millions of people around the world in a positive way. But how the hell was I more anxious than ever? Why was I even harder on myself than ever? I couldn't understand it. How do I truly love myself? For another handful of months, I tried to to be positive, to be more committed, more passionate, more gung-ho, and after trying so hard for such a long time, I I just couldn't bring myself to do it anymore. I was tired. I was exhausted. I was beyond exhausted. And eventually, I reached a breaking point. One day, I quit everything. I left Jubilee, no idea what to do next. I left all my friends, left LA. And I moved back in with my parents, no idea what was next. Zero plan. I felt like life had just completely defeated me. I was tired of putting in all this effort all the time to be a better person, to, to make the world a better place, and it was just exhausting. I, was, I, I wondered, maybe all this change the world stuff is just a load of youthful, naive bullshit. Everything just seemed pointless and exhausting. Long story short, I was jaded. One day I was at home in my childhood bedroom. I was sitting on my bed, and I was just thinking to myself, like, "How how did I get here? When a gentle thought presented itself to me. It was like a mysterious presence just kind of lightly tapped on my shoulder and asked me a question. And that question was, Ian, what is the definition of insanity? I contemplated for a long time. And I remembered sometime in the past, I'd heard a quote that said, insanity is doing the same thing over and over again, expecting different results. Then that gentle presence tapped on my shoulder again and asked me, Ian, what same thing have you been doing over and over again, expecting different results? In all the reading, the therapy, the travel, the half cult and psychedelics, like what, what, what's the common denominator among it all? What's the common denominator? I was thinking about it for a while. I, I, I didn't really know. The only, the only common denominator I could think of was that I was trying to change myself. Among all the crazy, diverse things that I had done all over the world, this was the only thing that united everything. But as I sat with this, it slowly began to sink into me that I was doing the same thing over and over again, expecting different results. I was trying to change myself. Over and over again, I was trying to change myself. And then it dawned on me What if, instead of trying to change myself, I don't try to change myself at all? (laughs) What if, instead of trying to change myself, I accepted myself for all of who I am with zero change? What if I accepted that I struggle deeply with anxiety and my anxiety may never go away? What if I accepted that I struggle with self-hate thoughts, and they might never go away. As I sat with this for a good minute, I slowly came upon another realization. The reason I was trying to change the world was because I couldn't accept the world the way it was. And the reason I couldn't accept the world the way it was was because I couldn't accept myself the way I was. I had been projecting my desire to change myself to the outside world, instead of looking within and seeing what was there, I'd been running away into the idea of changing the world as a way to run away from my own feelings. Everybody talks about changing the world. Everybody talks about becoming a better person. But I feel like everyone is skipping step one, and step one is to see yourself exactly as you are, with no change and with no judgment, no matter how seemingly ugly. Years ago, when I was an Alcoholics Anonymous, we used to introduce ourselves by saying our name and then saying that we're an alcoholic. My name is Ian and I'm an alcoholic. It's a radical acceptance of oneself and the powerlessness of your own willpower to overcome addiction through your own individual understanding. It's a surrender of the lower self because too many times before our own ego failed us. Within each of us is a lower self and a higher self. The lower self is always busy being right, judging, looking at things and how to make it better to find a solution, built on a weak scaffolding of pride and insecurity, hardcore willpower to change itself in the world outside of us. The higher self is a more expansive, Spacious consciousness, never judging, witnessing with unbearable compassion it sees, accepts all part of who we are, no matter how prickly and no matter how ugly. In the past year and a half, I've been surrendering my lower self more and more, surrendering into my higher self, clearly seeing all the warts and imperfections without judgment. Sometimes I still feel bad and I can't stand here and honestly tell you that I'm hundred percent okay with all parts of who I am. But the more I work at it every day, the more I feel a deepening clarity, joy, and effortlessness. Moments here and there, I get glimpses of a wide, amazing space where all things belong, and all flaws are part of who I am. My name is Ian, and I struggle with self-judgment and self-criticism. I'm 30 years old, I still get pimples, I have crooked teeth, In the past, I've struggled immensely with porn addiction and substance abuse. In my romantic life, I have severe anxiety and trauma. I've never been in a long-term relationship. I've learned that if you struggle with self-love, the answer isn't to try to love yourself harder. Love isn't a matter of effort. It's a matter of awareness. It's not a matter of trying harder. It's a matter of letting go, of all trying. It's to radically accept all things you're judging yourself about, even that judgment itself, to create abundant space for all the prickly things you see, to surrender all willpower, to be in this present moment without any labels or judgments. As crazy as it sounds, my struggles with self-hate have been the greatest gift from the universe because every day, it is teaching me how to love myself at deeper and deeper levels and share it with others. When it comes to the world, don't get me wrong, I'm not saying that we shouldn't try to make the world a better place, but if it's coming from the lower self of judgment, of hating what you see, of forceful change because you don't like what's in front of you, it's like trying to put out a fire with more fire. To change the world for the better, to make the world truly a better place, we must start with radical self-acceptance of who we are. No matter how flawed it looks, we must start with a radical acceptance of where the world is right now, where other people are in this very moment. And if you're able to radically accept yourself, the world, where other people are, without any labels, you'll start to realize that the meaning of changing the world is a little bit different than what you thought it was.
1: Big thanks to Ian Chi for stopping by. His website is ianchee.com com and that's spelled i e n c h i dot com and if you happen to go to his website, check out his bio. I really enjoyed reading his bio, so if you happen to check it out, then shoot me a DM on Instagram at Depression Detox Show and let me know what your thoughts are on that. And his Instagram is Ian the Korean, and then I'll have all those links as well as a link to the entire talk. They will all be in the show description below and. When you get a chance, please leave a rating and review on Apple Podcasts. As I always say, I appreciate you for taking the time out to do that. And um, that is a wrap for me. I thank you. I'm grateful for you spending some time with me today. I hope you have a wonderful rest of your day. And I'll see you back here Friday. So until then, stay strong. Later.